You're listening to the Ask Ava podcast, where we give real answers to real questions from teens and young adults about relationships, consent, dating violence, and more. My name is Jessica Scoltetti. I'm an outreach and community engagement manager at Safe and Sound Somerset. We're an organization in Somerset County, New Jersey, that offers free services for people who have witnessed or experienced violence. And we work with children, teens, and adults. So today we're joined by Safe and Sound volunteer, Ella Blank, who goes to the University of Maryland. Hi, Ella. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, We've done so many episodes together now, so I feel like we have a good vibe going on. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Easy to talk about things. Um, Great. So today's question that we got from a group of young adults um, or or teenagers, I I can't quite remember, um, was what if my partner doesn't like my friends? Um, So I think we've done a version of this question before. um, But, you know, one thing that comes to mind for me right away is that you know, in a relationship, you're allowed to have friends, you're allowed to do things outside the relationship. So knowing that, I'd love to hear what you think, Ella. Yeah, sorry. I totally agree. I think it's important to realize that there are aspects outside of a relationship, like your friends, and um, your partner should be willing to respect that you have these outside commitments. Um, Doesn't mean that they have to be friends with your friends but as long as they respect you and your decision to have these friends I think that's what's important and kind of recognizing that you have these outside commitments and allowing you and supporting you to spend your time doing other things than just committing all your time to their relationship. I think there's a difference between being respectful of people and getting along with people because you and I I'm sure can agree that there are people who will never get along in this world. So like if your partner doesn't get along with your friends, that may be the case, but are they being respectful, right? Are they treating them like a human being? Are they, like you said, um, in a way, like encouraging you to spend time with them because they're important to you. That's, Mm -hmm. that's a big difference than, you know, they have to get along. Yeah, for sure. And your friends are your support system. Your friends are the people who are there for you. And I think that if you're in a relationship, you would want your significant other to accept that there are people who support you and be happy for you that you have that system um, and allow you to spend time with them because people like spending time with their friends and it's okay to have other priorities than a relationship, whether that's family, friends, you know, your career, a lot of things. That's such a great point, Ella. I think one thing that we talk about a lot is um, rights and responsibilities in relationships. And one of those rights is you have the responsibility to understand that the relationship is only one part of your life. And it's only one part of your partner's life. Like your partner is going to have activities, um, family events, and, you know, hangouts, um, other friends, uh, work that you have nothing to do with. And like, that's okay. And honestly, for a lot of people, it makes their relationship stronger. This is just from my experience, um, is, you know, you can come back with your partner after a day where you haven't spent time together, and then talk about the things that you did while you were apart. And that can actually be a really positive, powerful thing. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely an important 
aspect of the relationship to have, you know, your own outside interests and things to do. And I think the problems arise if your partner ever tries to isolate you from your friends or isolate you from, you know, outside things that you do, because then it can become a bit manipulative if they want your whole life to center around them or their relationship. That's, I think, when um, you should maybe think about how they're approaching you about these things. If they're telling you, no, you can't hang out with your friends because I don't want you to. Um, I think you should evaluate those kind of situations. Let's talk about this more. Absolutely. So I think some people also hear it even more in like a, a hidden way, like their partner might say what you just said, but they also might say like, you're not spending enough time with me. Why are you always with your friends? Right. Or like one thing that we hear a lot from young people is that their partner will constantly text them um, or call when they know that they're with their friends. And think Mm -hmm. about that. Think about, let's say you're at a friend's house and you're playing video games or something, right? I don't know. And your partner knows you're there and you're trying to play a game and they're constantly trying to message you and your notifications are going off. Can you really focus on being in the moment with your friends and the game? Probably not, right? So Mm -hmm. That to me is very manipulative. If they know, and there's nothing like serious going on, right? If they know that you're hanging out with your friends, can it wait until later? Yeah, you know, that's a very good example, I think, because it's not necessarily the other person trying to stop you from hanging out with them. It's in a more discreet way because they could say, oh, yeah, you can hang out with them. But then are they really letting you have that independent time? Are they really letting you, you know, have your other priorities? Because... I think that's a that's a good example because it's less out there or less direct, I guess, but it still happens and it's still, you know, their way of trying to keep you to themselves or like always be in contact with you, which sometimes isn't the healthiest thing. But also, like you said before, you you know, um, if your partner is saying like, why don't you spend enough time with me? I think. You know, there are people who may just genuinely think that, oh, recently you've been super busy with your friends like can we do something and maybe them asking like, can we plan something or um, doing it in a more healthy way rather than them constantly. If they're telling you all the time, like you never hang out with me, you never hang out with me. You're always with your friends. Um, I think the consistency of them doing that is not as healthy as them saying, Hey, I feel X, Y, and Z. Can we do X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Yeah, abuse and toxic behaviors happen in a pattern, which is what you're describing, right? So, um, you know, you have a right to be happy in your relationship and safe and comfortable. Um, You have a right to make your own decisions. If you don't want to hang out with your partner one day, you know, that might hurt. It might stink, you know, for that person, but it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It doesn't mean that you want to break up. I mean, you can, if you want to, right. You're absolutely in your right to leave a relationship for any reason at any time. Um, but you, your partner should not be making decisions for you. Um, you are a person, you have worth, you have boundaries, you have a future ahead of you. Um, and, you know, if your partner's saying you have to hang out with me or else I'll, you know, break up with you or I don't know, like there's there's many things that they could say. That's also a really big warning sign that things aren't quite as safe as you might 
have hoped. Um, so let's talk about a couple other maybe warning signs. Can you think of anything else, Ella, that, um, not to put you on the spot, but that might show that a partner is trying to isolate someone? Warning signs that they're trying to isolate you. Um, I think guilt tripping is a super common one. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of addressed that one already, though. But if they're making you feel bad for hanging out with your friends, I think that's a warning sign. If they're like, well, or they play the victim, oh, well, you don't care about me because you're always with your friends. Um, yeah. And that kind of guilt tripping behavior can be definitely a red flag. Um, totally. I thought of another one um, when the partner forces someone to share their passwords or um, GPS location and the other partner isn't comfortable with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, generally we're an anti-violence organization. We don't recommend sharing your location or passwords with anyone um, because you just never know. Um, but if someone is forcing you to do those things, that could also be a part of them checking up on what you're doing if they're not trusting you, which hopefully they would trust you if you were in a healthy, equal relationship, right? Um, so that mm-hmm. to me is a really big warning sign too, that they're trying to isolate or manipulate you. Yeah, for sure. Going off the trust um, statement, it made me think of another one where it's when a partner thinks that they have the right to do everything with you. So say you say, Oh, I want to hang out with my friends. And they're like, okay, well I'll come too, Mm. which is great sometimes, but sometimes maybe you just want to hang out with just your friends. And um, they'll be like, well, I don't trust you when you're just alone with your friends. That can be definitely a common one and a huge one, which I've seen before. That's a huge one. That's a great example. So, so as you can see, there's so many things that someone might do to isolate. And I think to end this conversation, we just want to say that it's not okay, right? You have a right to make decisions for yourself, um, to set boundaries, to give or take away consent. If your friend is making you feel this way, actually, let's say partner or friend, this could also happen with friends mm-hmm. who, are, who are manipulative or toxic or unhealthy, right? Or abusive, Um You can call or text the Safe and Sound Somerset helpline um, to talk with someone. Um, We are 24-7, call or text. The number is 866-685-1122. And again, you know, sometimes you just want to talk with someone who who understands, and that's what we do. Um, So Ella, was there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up this episode? I don't think so. I think just to reiterate the question, you know, um, directly, I think it's just the respect as long as they respect you and your decision to have your friends. um, They don't necessarily need to be besties, but I think respect is just the biggest thing to push with this question. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ella, for being here today and for all of your great information. Thank you for having me. To speak with an expert about relationship or sexual violence, call or text the Safe and Sound Somerset 24-7 Confidential Helpline at 866-685-1122 for supportive listening, information, and safety planning. In the United States, you can also call the National Domestic Violence Hotline 
at 800-799-7233 or the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 800-656-4673. Want to ask Ava a question? Submit it at www.safe-sound.org slash ask-ava. Thank you for listening today. Join us next time here on Ask Ava.